1: Padre Tobin has uh, described his suspension from Sinn Féin uh, de facto expulsion from uh, the party. Hard to argue with that. Listening to the Chief Whip, Angus O'Snuddy, talking to us on uh, the programme this morning. And what we do know for certain is uh, that Padre Tobin is no longer a Sinn Féin TD and that he's no longer a member of the Sinn Féin party. He is on the line. And good morning to you. Good morning. How are you feeling this morning?
0: Obviously, it's, it's a difficult situation, um, there's no doubt about it, but I, I do want to say um, there are many other people in far more difficult situations uh, than myself, um, so it's, we need to put things in perspective a little bit as well. Um, there's no doubt it's, it's a difficult issue uh, for me, Sinn Féin, uh, and a lot of my comrades in, in the county too. Um, I suppose, first of all, I, I just want to say that I don't want to get really involved in a back and forth with the party in this, and I think it's it's important we draw a line under the issue soon. Um, I was mm-hmm. told that the party wouldn't be issuing a statement on the issue at all, and I had no plan to do so either. But obviously yesterday morning a statement appeared and uh, reps were going on the radio. So I suppose it kind of makes, it forces me to set the record straight to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. And uh, I uh, want to uh, say obviously uh, that Angus is a decent man. And yeah. Actually, he's the first Sinn Féin rep that I canvassed for 21 years ago in Dublin South Central when I joined the party uh, straight after college. Um, and um, obviously, it's, um, it's it's a difficult situation to, to manage, but hopefully we'll manage through it.
1: OK, well, I, I was going to ask you uh, if uh, your supporters locally would see it as uh, an act of treachery uh, to expel you uh, effectively, as is the case, it seems.
0: Well, I, I suppose... There's, 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 like, like in every family, even probably in your own office, in this, there are strong views on all sides on the particular issue uh, of abortion. And most people would have a view that, you know, you know mm. no matter what side you come from, that there should be respected and there should be space for people to articulate um, their view on it. And that's always been my view. My view has been, you know, that a whip never actually, there's no example I know of in the world where a whip has been successful in this. In that where it's been implemented, it's never held uh, yeah. elected reps back from voting along their conscience. And
1: but that's 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 the whip that was applied by the membership, and that was what Angus Hosnotti was saying to us this morning. He's saying it's not treachery; it's democracy. Well, and it's, I'm I, I, I'm asking you the same question I asked him: Do people locally see it uh, as democracy or treachery?
0: Well, I I don't want to speak for anybody uh, else other than myself on this, um, but just to say that. Um, uh, yes, an organisation can vote for a whip, but what they can't do is prevent the collateral damage that happens as a result of that whip, because the two go hand in hand with each other, and that's that's the case. I suppose on on this occasion, my difficulty with the situation is, yes, the party has a policy for suspension on on breaking the whip, and I accept that. However, due to the political instability that we have, I have been told at the highest levels that as a result of my vote, that uh, the party, that I wouldn't, if there was an election and the view was that it was likely that there would be an election, mm. that I wouldn't be able to stand for the party in that period of time. And indeed, the party would prepare another candidate in the local area and that there would be no way back from me in the party. Mm. Now, I appreciate what Ingus has said, and Ingus is technically correct. Mm. Anybody can apply for membership of the party. Yeah, but Donald Trump be tested. But
1: you're going to be tested and you're not going to change your views so you're not going to be accepted. It's, it, it,
0: yeah, it's yeah. the acceptance yeah, yeah, is the yeah, particular yeah, issue yeah, at heart here. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I've invested 21 years of my energy into the development of this. My core, you know, uh, the reason I get up in the morning yeah. outside my family uh, is for my objectives with regards uh, a united Ireland and economic justice. Yeah. And I've been on your show a oh, hundred yeah. times yeah. over the last several yeah. years arguing the points Around economic justice on behalf of the party, and there'll be very little in the difference. And they've
1: thrown you to the wolves now. I mean, we're getting an awful lot of calls from an awful lot of people who are supporting you. They're Sinn Féin supporters and they're not Sinn Féin supporters. They're uh, pro life supporters and they're pro choice supporters. Uh, but they feel that an injustice has happened here and that you've uh, been treated in a way that they don't agree with. Is that it? Uh, I mean, from where I, I was saying to you last week that this is all theatrics, but it, it seems a very different situation this morning. I'm surprised. Are you surprised and do you believe that this is it?
0: Well, what I'm hoping now at this stage is the party has achieved its objectives with regards to repeal of the 8th. It's, it's, it's 99% going to achieve its objectives with regards to the legislation. And after that, what I would like to you know is just a, a little bit of thought and discussion around, is there space for people like myself then to be full members of the party uh, in, in future? And not Lanigan, Lanigan's Ball type situation mm. where I stepped in and I mm. stepped out again situation because that's not healthy for my uh, the constituents in Mead, it's not healthy for the organisation in Mead, and it's not healthy for the party either. And I think, you know... W- I just want to know back, and in fairness, I've I've emailed the chairperson of the organisation to see what is the plan for the party going forward on this particular issue. Is it going to remain the same, or will there be space made for the many people, the many Republican voters, uh, members and elected reps who would have similar views to myself in this.
1: Did you know you were losing your membership apart from uh, the whip in the doll and uh, that you are free now to act in the way that any independent TD can act as Angus Snuddy put it to us this morning?
0: Yeah, listen, I I know that the situation that's, that I'm stripped of membership as such during the period. Um, and of course, like, you know, um, I I imagine that You know, in the end of the day, logic would dictate uh, that if we're to have a cohesive re-entry, that obviously my behavior in the interim would need to be, you know, somewhere in the same space. Mm. Uh, And that's logical. Um, Well, can I
1: ask you about the two issues uh, that I I was asking Angus O'Snody about? Will you join that group of ATDs who are looking for amendments? Uh, And can you tell us what your intentions are in terms of your salary?
0: Well, first of all, just with regards to amendments, I have submitted uh, amendments to the bill. um, And um, the amendments I put in are are very simple amendments. One is to make sure, obviously, that abortion can't be had on the issue of disability. Another one is to um, make it illegal to have an abortion on the basis of gender. So we know the Labour Party in, in Britain, for example, are looking to ban gender selection abortion. Which is which is allowed for under the proposed Irish legislation. I've looked for uh, amendments to allow for doctors, or free doctors, nurses, healthcare workers, and pharmacists to have freedom of conscience in this issue. Because the bill actually states that the, a doctor must make arrangements for an abortion. Now, if I was to make arrangements for your death, I would be both morally and legally culpable. And six hundred doctors in the last couple of days have signed, you know, a document saying that they want the. They want the government to look at this and to change this, and they're not willing to, to uh, act uh, in accordance with the government legislation. People don't realize this at home. The, the The healthcare sector is at odds with the government with regards the government's plans on this. And I would say it's really unhealthy, literally, for the government to ignore the doctors' concerns on this. Um,
1: well, they're concerned on a number of fronts. One that they won't have the wherewithal to uh, provide the service, or if they don't want to provide the service, that they'll have to refer somebody on to somebody who For will.
0: sure. So yeah. they don't—they're—they're they're, mm. they're not trained to do it. They don't have the technology to do it, and many of them don't want to be involved uh, in, in, in an abortion. And think about it. Anybody here? If the gov- if, if Simon Harris said that your office has to become an abortion clinic, most people will go, "Hey, mm.
1: you well, have to discuss that with us." I, I don't think he is saying that. He's saying if you won't. You have to refer it on to somebody who will. But
0: not just make yeah. a referral here. Make a, the, 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 the legislation says make arrangements for. Mm-hmm. Arrangements lead... It, there is a responsibility, an individual personal responsibility when you arrange something. Okay. Um, and, that's, and that's... But and you,
1: that's, you'll, you'll continue to campaign on those issues. Of course. Yeah. Like,
0: mm-hmm. this issue is, you know, is, is one of the most important issues for me. And, and I'm, I'm, I also want to say this as well, like, and I know this, that this has been said, that, you know, the majority voted for this. I accept the majority voted for... Uh, repeal of the 8th. And I accept that there will be abortion in Ireland. I don't agree with it, but I accept that that's the democratic will of the people. Um, But there are 34% of the population out there that voted no. And also about 20% of yes voters don't agree with this particular legislation. They need a voice as well, Michael. And, you know, sometimes people, you know, they look at Trump and even Peter Casey, even though, you know, I wouldn't put him in the same camp as Trump. But people get, you know, really anxious and go, how do people vote for individuals like this? The way you, f- you push people to vote for those types of individuals is that you deny them a voice, a reasonable voice, on these issues. And TDs should represent the people in society in roughly the proportions of their views on this issue.
1: And for as and long as you're a TD, you're telling us you will do that. For as long as you're a TD, will you continue to support Sinn Féin financially? Uh,
0: as, long, as, as, as long as I'm a Sinn Féin TD.
1: But you're not? Um,
0: Listen, oh. I haven't come to any... You can imagine this has just happened... Well, I know.
1: Well, 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 you were through this before, yeah. so... Uh, I, I was, mean, but I'm, I'm,
0: and before, I, I fully supported uh, financially. In the six months that I was... Mm. Um, and you knew
1: you would be going back, uh, but this time... I, I, I,
0: and I fully supported Sinn Féin financially at that time. And I paid for the offices and, and all the bills and everything that went with it, and I had, I had no problem in that. Um, what I'm looking to find out here is, you know, in the long term, is there a space for people like myself, and just, and, and just that understanding, because...
1: And if you don't get that understanding, I, I, I take it then, it's time to sever all ties, including well, the financial I don't
0: want to. I don't want to speculate okay. on... Yeah, no, that. that's I want quite, to okay. fix it yeah. if, if we can, and okay. that... And I, 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 for me to be saying that I'm going to sever all ties would be a threat to a certain extent, okay. and that wouldn't mm. be the right way to engage with comrades with regards to how to... to, to, to uh, okay,
1: to but 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 given what we heard from Angus Osnuddy this morning, which... Uh, could change of course but what we heard was that there's little prospect of a place for Patertoe being in Sinn Féin because of your views on abortion uh, and given what you've just said to us now about public representatives highlighting the issues that a third of the population have would you not run as a, an independent?
0: Well first of all it's a- that's very important to me because the doll is stocked high full of TDs who say one thing and do another. And there's no need to add to that heap uh, in there at the moment. You need, I think we need more TDs who actually will stand by what they say in advance of it. And I had, a, obviously, a central role in the campaign. There's no integrity for me to pretend uh, and, uh, you know, to flip on this particular issue now whatsoever. Uh, with regards to the developments, you know, I'm in the party 21 years. It's Mm. a big investment, massive investment uh, on my part. And I have some really good comrades and friends wrapped up in all of this as well. Uh, And I owe them a responsibility to see, is there a solution uh, to this in the long run? You know, the the solution is glaring. It's all over the world. Mm. Every single democratic organization of any size whatsoever, you know, allows for a little bit of space. OK, but what
1: what is, what, what is the problem? Uh, I mean, I, I think we know and understand what you mean about the solution uh, and uh, allowing you to uh, hold your own view without being expelled or suspended or Lanigan's ball or whatever. But what is the problem or what's at the root of uh, the problem? Uh, I put it to Angus so that this didn't happen under Gerry Adams' reign. Uh, subsequent to that, Mary Lou MacDonald has taken over. Carolyn Nolan is gone. It looks like you're all but gone. Uh, a de facto expulsion is how you put it. And we've had this dismal presidential campaign uh, and the outcome for Sinn Féin. Uh, have you any comment to make in respect of all of that?
0: Well, first of all, um, every party has uh, ups and downs. Um, you know, I remember in 2004 we had a wonderful local election and it looked like we were going to win a seat here in 2007 in the general election and that didn't happen. But the party regrouped at that time. It had some some level of introspection and it built and we had a fantastic result in 2011. So, you know, there there is an ebb and flow in the development of any organisation. It's the long-term trajectory that's important. And obviously, if you look at Sinn Féin's long-term trajectory, when I joined the party, it was at 2% in the polls. And now, obviously, it is between 15 and 20, depending on which poll you actually read. So, listen, there, there is there is development to be had here I've, I always feel it's important that members are empowered to both uh, you know, get involved you know, robustly in internal discussion in the party and to challenge leadership as well. Because if you have a strong grassroots, you have a healthier organization. And if you have healthy dissent, you have healthier uh, development within that organization. Mm-hmm. Dissent is not something to be feared. It's actually respectful dissent is a positive attribute in any organization. This country, we're paying
1: Is there room for it in Sinn Féin?
0: We owe about 40 grand a year in this country Mm. because of the herd mentality and the groupthink that exists. Well, you give it to Sinn Sinn Féin at the moment,
1: but uh, is there room for dissent in Sinn Féin?
0: Well, obviously, um, I suppose um, I've been involved in in very robust uh, discussions at all levels in the party, and I believe there is, and I I believe it's important.
1: Okay. Had okay, listen, I, I have run over time and I have to leave there. I'm sure we'll have many conversations uh, in between now and the next uh, election but just very briefly, do you believe that will be before April?
0: Sorry, can you say that again?
1: The, the next election. Do you believe there will be an election before
0: April? I think April? there's a 50% chance uh, there's, a, there's going to be an election before uh, the start of May which would be the rough mm-hmm. time and the um, suspension could run out. So okay. it's, it's, it's in the lap
1: of the gods okay well look we'll leave it there for the moment and thank you indeed uh, for joining us here this morning that's Patrick Tobin now an independent TD for Made West Michael,
0: Michael Reed on LMFM
1: Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter its innovative crystal formula has superior odour control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter